Good morning. I'm so happy today to introduce to you my friend Allie Chase. We met online. We haven't met in person yet, but uh, she uh, touched me in a beautiful way when she wrote about uh, having her husband build a, t a table, a dining room table out of a, what was it called? I remember some flat boards uh, so that she could have her friends over. And I thought, wow, what a, an ingenious idea. I'll let her tell you about it. And also it turned out beautifully. And then we became friends over that, over tables and hospitality. And she is just uh, a genuine lover of God. And I think she's into exercise for holiness sake or something like that. But she's gonna tell you all about that and the kind of legacy that she currently is leaving for her friends, her world, her family. Allie, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Sure, tell us well, a little bit about yourself. A little bit about me. Um, I was a teacher for 16 years. I taught the little ones, so through second grade. I was also a reading specialist, so I got to really um, get to know some of those kiddos and their lives and, and their families. Um, and then after that, I uh, worked as a volunteer coordinator for Compassion International for five years. Mm -hmm. Just right. stepped down from my position there. It was a hard decision, but right when they will always have my heart. The, um, we, are, we have sponsored children, and um, I could talk all day about compassion, so I'll leave it at that. Uh, I am also a certified Revelation Wellness Group Fitness Instructor. Uh, not something I ever, ever, ever thought I would be called to. I was not a fitness person or a sports person growing up. I was into drama and band. <laughs> so I so thought that, all women were into drama. So <laughs> well, stage. I was into stage. So uh, yeah. So that was a that was kind of a curveball that the Lord threw me. But it has been so amazing. And uh, Revelation Wellness is. Uh, their mission is to show women that it is not about the fitness, it is not about the food, it is about the heart. Could you heart. say that one more time? That sounds like a mission statement. It is. It, not, is. it yes. is not about yes. the what? Say it's not again. about the fitness and it's not about the food. It is about, it is a heart issue. Oh. Yeah, about the heart. So, um, and then after that, uh, Revelation Wellness has just come out with a new outdoor leadership training called Rev Wild, and I got to be in the very first group that got to go through that this last summer. I trained uh, for 10 weeks uh, for an expedition. We had to be able to carry 40 pounds on our back. We had to be able to go you know, certain elevations and um, distances, and then we got to come together for a week and actually experience it and so uh the the mission statement for rev wild is that i take you out into the wilderness to experience god to find out who you are and what you're living for wow. and we have become so comfortable we love being comfortable we turn on the you know the seat heaters in our cars and immediately um, Yes, yes, and we bundle up to go outside, and um, we like warm, fuzzy socks and blankets and, you know, just all the comfortable things, right, the food and all those things, and that, um, the idea is that being in the wilderness, getting uncomfortable yeah. is where we experience God, so that's just a little bit about me, and so I've been... Um, right now I've been cultivating intimate gatherings, uh, to walk alongside women 
um, who love the outdoors and who are really pursuing wellness from the inside out. So, so when you say you're cultivate, uh, cultivating gatherings, do you, they hire you to be part of this group or is this just your friends getting together for coffee? There really are no rules, and I'm just kind of letting God lead on this. So um, we're just kind of really getting started because I just went through the training um, in August, and then, you know, winter comes. So not, not everybody in Tennessee wants to, you know, the, the winter, this winter has been pretty mild, but people haven't really wanted to get out and hike or, you know, camp <laughs> in the winter time. So, um, I have yeah, so many questions. Also, oh, yes, go ahead. Um, could you send me all the links to, if people are interested in Revelation Wellness, if they're interested in compassion, if they're interested in hosting a student, and then this whole Rev Wild thing, how do they get in touch with you? So if you could just send me that information and folks, I will put that in my show notes when this is uh, published. And um, so how do you get the word out about your passion for inner wellness as well as fitness? Yeah, well, uh, I have an Instagram account that I love to, I love to write. So um, I love to write from the heart there. And um, so people find me there. Um, I also am involved in some different groups around town. Um, not, I, not necessarily groups that would be specifically fitness or specifically, um, you know, Christian groups, just different community groups, different, um, I pay attention to the people in my surroundings. Um, that's one of the ways that I, uh, that I, um, I stay curious about the people who are in my surroundings. I wonder why I ran into that person today or, um, I, uh, I just work, I start with what's in front of me. So for the day, if I'm going somewhere to work for a while, I just start with what's in front of me and I just, it really is just kind of an organic, um, conversational one-on-one -on -one invitation. Come join us. I am so glad I'm talking to you. I mean, it's nice that everybody else gets to hear you, but this is for me because this is what I do too, but I don't, I haven't been able to name it or describe it. Mm -hmm. That you just uh, wake up and say, Lord, today is a new day and who will I meet? And what will I say? And may it be uh, an organic outpour of what he's putting into me. Right. And, uh, but my favorite line of what you just said, I'm so excited, is that you said, I pay attention. Because God sees us and he pays attention to us. Mm -hmm. And it's such a gift of love, his love to others when we're paying attention. Right. To them, and then the exciting thing is that when you pay attention, you find out what their needs are, right? And how God can help meet them through you. So, can you give me a story of how that's happened? Oh gosh, yes. Um, how do I pick? <clears throat> so, a uh, couple of Christmases ago, <clears throat> in our church life group, uh, one of our one of the men in our life group posted on our the group Facebook page about. Um, this family that was, it was a refugee family who was brand new to Nashville and they, he was, uh, he was asking us if we had anything that we could, um, you know, wrap up and so that they could have a Christmas cause they weren't going to have a Christmas unless, um, we did something to help. So, um, <clears throat> so we did that. And, uh, afterward he posted a photo on the Facebook page of this 
young high school girl standing there with the man's two boys who were giving them the gifts, <clears throat> excuse me. And I just, I just looked at the photo and it was like, whammo. I was like, I have to know her. I have to know that girl. And, um, so I, you know, I went through the channels of, uh, of the mission that, that they were working with the refugee mission in town. <clears throat> and I pretty much just said, I want to, I want to be her mentor. I want to be connected with her. And so, uh, they, you know, I went through the, um, the background checks and those kinds of things. And then I got to go visit her at school a couple of times to make sure she would be, uh, just comfortable with me. And I walked in the first time into her after school classroom where all different sorts, I mean, it was, it was like every nationality was represented in this room. Hmm. And, um, and I walked in and someone, you know, across the room said, Marlene, Allie is here. And she got up and she flew across the room into my arms. Just like it was, she, she'd never even met me before. Hmm. And, uh, that, you know, if I could have been busy, I could have just, you know, I could have felt that feeling and just been like, Oh, on to the next scrolling, you know, yeah. keep scrolling. Um, but I really, I, I don't know. I mean, I know that I have been able to be a blessing in her life um, because I paid attention, but I have gotten so much out of the relationship. I'm not, I'm really not sure who has gotten more out of it. So that's just one. I mean, and that continues. I could go on from there because another quick story, uh, there's a woman, uh, a widow in our church who uh, was having hip surgery and I didn't know her. I have a pretty large church and I didn't know her, but I had, a, there was a woman that I did know who called and said, this woman is having surgery and she kind of had to leave her house in a hurry. Um, and she's worried about coming home to, you know, like dishes in the sink. She just wants somebody to go over. She's just, I think it would be lovely if someone went over and changed her sheets and vacuumed the floor and, you know, yeah, made sure there was no dishes in the, in the dishwasher. And, um, I said, sure, I would love to do that. So the neighbor had a key. So I went and I did that. And a couple, you know, weeks later when she got home, she called me to thank me and, we ended up, I ended up coming over for lunch and then we created, I mean, she's one of my besties. Oh my goodness. One of my absolute best friends. So of course, <laughs> of course the two met, had to meet. So, um, I brought Marlene over to see Miss Pat and, uh, I mean the, the rest is history. They're absolutely thick as thieves. I mean, you know, they, they need each other in a way that, doesn't even involve me and I had no idea. So not only do I have these two amazing relationships, they have each other now because, uh, because I paid attention. I love what you said uh, earlier where you said, I would love to do that. Now, not everybody would have that response, mm -hmm. <clears throat> which is fine because God gives us different gifts. Mm -hmm. But what is it about you that that, I think you know yourself pretty well. So what is it about you that made that request call to your spirit? Um, is that a hard question? No, not at all. Great. <laughs> I just made it up. Uh, you know, <laughs> well, I, um, 
I am turning 45 in March. And so the last, I would say the last seven years or so, I have been having to deal with the fact that I will never have my own children. And that for a long, long time, it was, no, Lord, we're just not going, we're just not going to deal with that. We'll later, I don't want to, I just don't even want to go there. So I would, you know, do things to keep myself busy. Um, so I have come to this perspective shift now where the Lord is saying, actually, you, you know, I, my arms are empty and there are times when my arms ache because they are empty. Um, and I don't think that will ever go away, but there's, I can hold this tension between my arms are aching, but I've been given the blessing of this time that I can give to the mamas who have absolutely no time or to these other, these other older, you know, adults or children, older children who need a mother just as much. I mean, you know, there, I've met 70 year old women who needed a mother. Yeah. Um, I love that. You know, and, um, you know, children who literally don't have a mother and they're not, she's not living in my house, but I, I am a mother to her. Mm. So I think what it, it made me realize that as women, we, we were created to mother and we don't just have to mother. Our own. We don't just mother our own children. It's impossible to just mother our own children. So I can be just as much of a mother, um, to the people, to the people who are right in front of me, to the people that the Lord brings into my life. And also we were made to give birth and I give birth to ideas. I give birth to, to acts of love. So it's not just, um, in having our own children that we can be blessed as women. And so that I think that having the time is a huge part of me being able to say yes to something like that. And you having the time doesn't mean you would have to say yes. Right. This is something that you've dealt with and are dealing with and probably will continue to deal with uh, because there are holes in all of our lives. Yeah. That's just one hole. And, um, and we can choose every day to feel down and out in the hole and go down further rather than allowing God to fill our arms with what some may say is second choice, but in his mind, it's first choice. Right. And yeah. you've, you've seen that almost makes me cry, but it's just such a beautiful testimony to um, God's restoration. I think he is a restorative God and he does things off the beaten track in ways that I don't like sometimes at the time, you know, we have to go, the, I wanted to write a book called The Long Way Around because the children of Israel had to go the long way around, but I just haven't worked on that yet. That's yeah. the long way around for me. But <laughs> uh, I could tell what your legacy is already, but in answer to the question of the podcast, what legacy do you want to pass on and are you currently passing on? And what obstacles have you found to do that? Uh, yeah, so the legacy I want to pass on is paying attention. Paying attention to the people who are in front of you on a daily basis. Staying curious um, about them and about what, why the Lord would bring them into your life. And then, um, 
and then turning struggles into assignments. That's another thing that is um, especially specifically in the health and wellness area. Uh, I three years ago I was um, exposed to toxic black mold, and I got so sick that I should have been in the hospital. Mm. Um, and that through that journey, the Lord has given me an assignment to because that's not something that you just know. Oh, I have these symptoms. There must be black mold in my house. Like nobody ever says that. They say, oh, I have a, a, I have a virus. Yeah. I have a virus. I have something that's not going away. I have these unexplained chronic symptoms that no, you know, people are telling me it's in my head. Well, I can be a voice for that now because I have been there and I know the path. I know the way so I can guide people down that path now. So specifically in the health and wellness, how to turn a struggle into an assignment so that it isn't for nothing. You know, the Lord doesn't waste anything. So, um, and then, um, I think the third part of that is to bring in the outside that, that outside of humans, the wilderness is the most tangible, real access we have to the Lord. Why do you say that? Because it, it is his creation. He spoke it into existence. So when, when you see, when you hear leaves rustling in the wind, the Lord spoke that. When you hear, when you are by a stream of water or watching deer in a field, the Lord spoke that into existence. So he is, he is in it. If, if he was not saying that it is, it is good, it is still good, it wouldn't be, it would not exist. Wow. Did you already know that before you took the Rev Wild training? I think I had a sense of it, but I would not have been able to to articulate it as well as I can now since training. It it is a it is a first class training for sure. I think um people's alarm bells could go up with those who I have a friend whose husband won't go to church because he says God and I find church in my backyard. And to me, that's an excuse for not worshiping and hearing sermons that would help him grow in his walk with God. Yep. So I kind of write it off as being, well, that's baloney or somewhat, which is of course judgmental and I would never say that, but I do think it on time at times. Uh, well, I don't think that actually, I just feel sorry for him that that's all he has. Mm-hmm. And then um, for those who might be afraid of the pantheistic uh, deification of, of nature, and I know that's not you. So what can you say maybe in one sentence to, to women who, and men who are listening right now that they would not be put off by what you just said? Right. Yes. Thank you for asking that question. Uh, so we are called to worship in community, which is what we are the, the building is not the church the people are the church True. so we're called to worship in community and that is that is a call i i and i completely and totally um agree with that and on the other end of the spectrum people who maybe don't even worship at all really enjoy going out into nature they they almost idolize it well they're worshiping creation mm-hmm. not So when we go out into creation, it is important to keep that 
connection with the creator. We're not worshiping the creation. We are worshiping the creator. Mm -hmm. That is so great. Well, Allie, you have been such a pleasure to talk with, and we're going to close up now, but was there any other last word of wisdom? Besides, I know you're going to send me a healthy recipe because one of the healthiest ones I ever posted was from you, but, uh, <laughs> and also I think people might want to know a little bit more about um, how you were healed or how you acknowledged the toxic waste thing, because that's pretty rampant around places, especially in California, it seems. Yeah, well, yes, and especially in the South as well. Oh. Um, yeah, so I actually had someone uh, who I was just telling my symptoms to. Um, I was working at a health center at the time, and the owner's wife was just listening to my complaints <laughs> that I was dealing with that weren't going away, and I was so confused, and she just, she knew. She wow. said, it's mold. You need to look for mold, and we found it. And then I have, um, my husband and I actually uh, run a, a, a business, a construction business, and we have a whole service on the side now where we help people deal with mold from the remediation wow. of your house all the way through the you know the support and remediation of the people the bodies wow that's yeah. huge you need yeah you need you need someone who knows what they're doing we're not doctors we're not you know certified in anything we just offer what we know because we've been through it um, so of course, you know, we pull in other professionals as well, but we absolutely love to support people going through mold, uh, issues. And the problem is that a lot of people don't even know that they're, you know, it's kind of a silent thing. Uh, I think one what, what my girlfriend went through this and she's, I could tell from her letters that a lot of the stress, of course she's 70, but a lot of the stress was having to move, mm -hmm. just the move. Mm -hmm. and not knowing if she's going to be able to get back and that's hard on a person yeah yeah and so any last words of wisdom i interrupted you kind of with another question but oh no that's okay <clears throat> um you know i think i i think my just the last little thing i would say is that no matter what stage of life you're in um we were all made to lead people to remember who they are we don't need to people don't need to learn who they are. They need to remember. Um, so every one of us was created to be a leader, to lead people, to know who they are, to remember who they are. And that's where paying attention, getting curious, asking questions, listening to people that, that is how we get outside of ourselves. And everyone who's watching and listening to that happen is getting that they're catching that. And that's well, what, that could be a contradiction in terms because you're saying we're supposed to pay attention and remember who we are at the same time paying attention to other people. So how do you integrate that? Well, someone along the way has, has led you to remember who you are. And if that hasn't happened yet, then hit me up and I will do that for you. <laughs> uh, but someone has, you know, it's, the, it's like a game of tag. Someone, remi someone reminded me of who I was. And then, and they, you know, they lit the light inside of me and then I can go on and do that for others. And, and that the Lord works through us in that way. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's what I'm telling the women tomorrow. I'm teaching a series on mentoring. And uh, Paul said that he can't wait to see the Thessalonians, I think, because he's going to fill up the gaps in their faith. Yeah. And so I list 10 gaps that are like boards in a, in a bridge. 
And one of the boards is remember who you are. Remember who you are. And that's what we do for one another. We recall yes. who God has made them a woman to be loved and mentoring others. So, wow. That is, this has been terrific, Allie. I thank you so much for being in my life. And tell me, what was that dining table made out of? Do you recall? Well, it was, it was, it was made out of a door. Oh. So, yeah, a door and, um, oh, and some, um, just some wood from some crates, some old crates. Yeah, a door. We called it, I love. We called it the open door table. Yes, because if you have a table that's made out of a door, you're reminded every meal right. that uh, God has welcomed us into his uh, home and relationship and that we open our doors to welcome others. So terrific. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Allie. Thanks, Sue. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.